You're listening to Financial Sense, the podcast that answers your real questions about money in your life and in your business. It's recorded at and brought to you by National Bank of Arizona, the only bank you need. Hello, I'm your host, Brent Cannon, Executive Vice President, Director of Community Banking here at National Bank of Arizona. I'm very excited to be with you today. And on this podcast, you'll hear real local bankers answering questions you could only ask a friend in the business. They'll give you insights as to what is happening in the Arizona market. You can't Google these answers, folks. Today, we'll be talking about what SBA loans are and how to know if an SBA loan is right for your business. My guest today is John Lewis, who's been in banking 14 years, uh, all of which has been spent with National Bank of Arizona. John leads our team of business bankers all over the state, nine business bankers, in Phoenix, Tucson, and all of our rural markets. Hi, John. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Great. So today we're here to debunk some myths about small business administration loans, aka SBA loans. There seems to be a lot of misinformation out in the market, both on the business and the bank side, as to what small business administration loans are. So let's kind of get to the bottom of of how these work and, and what's truth and what's myth. So just kind of right off the right off the the top, tell me a little bit about SBA loans. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Over the years, I've talked to a lot of people and say, "Hey, how about an SBA loan?" And they they just they get this scared look on their face, like horror stories, like this right. is going to take us months to get done, and and all those things. And and really, the process and the opportunity to obtain an SBA loan isn't as painful as people might think initially. Um, it provides a great opportunity for small businesses to gain access to capital that they might not have otherwise. And so it provides, it provides them the opportunity to be able to grow their business um, because of this program. Right. So SBA, I mean, it's technically part of the U.S. government, right? Correct. Yes, it's a, a agency of the government. It's funded through the government and to be able to provide the opportunity to, to provide these loans. So from, from a business, a small business perspective, what would make a small business owner seek out an SBA guaranteed loan? So there's a, there's a lots of reasons behind the why. Um, probably the most uh, common is that you're a younger business. Your, your business is either a startup business or has been in, in the infancy of, of its, of its right. life maybe a couple years old. And oftentimes for regular bank loans, it's hard for those small businesses that are young to be able to obtain regular bank financing. So one of the myths that that I've heard from, from business owners is that uh, if I have personal or uh, organizational poor credit, I can still obtain a small business loan. Is that true? No, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily true uh, right. because there are certain parameters that we're still going to be underwriting to 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 ensure that it's it's a good loan um, the SBA product isn't there to cover up make a bad loan good mm. it's to be able to provide an opportunity for a, a good business to get a loan yeah that makes sense so 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 does the small business administration the SBA do they make the loan directly or how exactly does this all work yeah so for most SBA loans um, it is a program where the, the Small Business Administration provides a guarantee to the bank for a certain percentage of, of your loan amount. Okay. And so the risk for the bank decreases because, say, for 50 or 75% of that loan is guaranteed by the government that they will uh, pay back that loan if something goes wrong. In the, in the event of default. Yeah. or so, so, for instance, a uh, $100,000 loan 
And the SBA would offer a guarantee of generally how much? Typically, on a hundred thousand dollar loan, that would be like an ex- SBA Express loan, so fifty percent of that amount. So fifty so percent, and yeah. so so the bank likes these loans because the SBA has come in and effectively said, "Look, we'll guarantee." $50,000 in the $100,000 loan example, $50,000 in the event of default. And, and, and so the bank sees that as an as a enhancement to their credit, and the borrower is able to uh, uh, be approved for the $100,000 loan in, in, in a traditional or conventional sense probably wouldn't. Correct. That, yeah, right? Very much so. Yep. Okay. So what type, of, what type of SBA loans are out there? So there's there's a number of SBA loans. The most common ones that we deal with are first an SBA Express loan, uh, which is loan amounts up to three hundred and fifty thousand okay. dollars. Often the SBA Express is used for a line of credit. What's really nice with this product is it's a full ten year commitment where they can utilize it as a line of credit for five out of those ten years. Oh wow! Compared to a regular uh, commercial loan where you might only get that commitment for twelve months. Right. Right, so that's that's a powerful enhancement. Yes. So you have the express loan, and, and then, then and then we also the the SBA seven A loan um, is often utilized for for business buyouts, uh, equipment, real estate, where we're talking about uh, larger loan amounts um, over over the three fifty threshold, and at that you get the bank obtains a seventy five percent guarantee on those loans. Okay. Okay. So. Um, my next, my next kind of thought on this, or one of the myths that I've heard a lot, is that SBA loans are uh, exponentially more expensive than a conventional uh, commercial loan. Can you kind of talk about the cost yes. of these guarantees? It, yep, you bet. And so all SBA loans have guarantee fees. And so we talk about the SBA providing these guarantees for banks and the way they fund those guarantees is through these guarantee fees. And so that's how they the, they fund themselves. Okay. And so these these guarantee fees are paid based off of the size of the loan amount, um, ranging from uh, 2% to 3.5% with some different equations there. But they, they can get expensive, um, but they are able to be financed into the overall loan package. Okay. And so and be able to be stretched out over time. Okay. So it makes it a little more um, palatable for the business owner as they're able to amortize those costs over the life of the loan. Correct. All yeah. right. So yeah. that and that seems to make sense, especially in when, when we're talking about accessing capital for the needs uh, for a business to fulfill the needs that they have. Yes, and when you look at that, you look at that cost of that that SBA fee. Um, it, it is a true cost, but uh, business could obtain uh, capital and say if they're buying a building. They can get that capital by only putting ten percent down compared to a twenty or twenty-five percent requirement on a regular conventional loan. Right, and so that there's a, still a big offset by by paying that fee. So there's still money ahead, correct? As it were, yeah. Oh, that's that's a really good point. So, what are some of the uses that SBA allows for uh, for 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 uses of the loan? Yep. So you have business acquisition. We're seeing mm-hmm. more and more of those right now where people buying businesses, um, starting up businesses, working capital, buying inventory, buying equipment, uh, buying real estate. Um, they're the main the main things. And then I, I imagine working capital, Correct. seasonal, permanent working yep. capital yep. To, to fund a business's operations. Yes. So, John, we've talked about some of the the, re, the uses, uh, valid uses for an SBA loan. What are some uses that that or uh, that the SBA won't provide a guarantee for? Yeah, and so 
they want to support businesses that are not passive businesses. And so you need to be very actively engaged in the business. And so anything that has to do with investments, if you're buying some real estate just as an investment, that's not SBA qualified. It needs to be something that is truly a small business that you're actively engaged in and working in. Um, There's various industries that that are not – able to obtain SBA financing, um, whether they're doing maybe illegal things or they're involved in, in other uh, industries, um, such as the adult industry, where you're not able to obtain SBA So financing. there are some restricted industries right. that the SBA won't support. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, active on-site management slash, slash yeah. ownership. That's that's important to know. So if, if, you were, um, if you're a, a business that has uh, cash flow to show that that the, the business can support the requested debt. I, I would I would suspect that that's that's probably a, a, an important factor, regardless whether it's conventional or SBA. It is. That's that's very important to be able to demonstrate that that business will make enough money to to repay the debt. Um, the way the SBA looks at it is they want uh, to be able to show that the business's cash flow can service uh, the debt one-to-one by itself without income from the outside. So dollar for dollar. Exactly. And can that be a projected dollar, meaning you have a contract in hand? I I assume that you have to show that that revenue is not, you know, blue sky. Correct. Yes, that that can be projected. Uh, One thing that there is a limitation is that we've seen people that submit business plans where they're not showing that profitability um, within the first 24 months. And the SBA requirement is within 24 months you need to show that you can have that one-to-one coverage. Okay, so that that makes a lot of sense. So, if I'm kind of trying to summarize a business that that may be wondering if they're an uh, eligible applicant for an SBA loan, uh, the the first issue is make sure that your debts are, that your cash flow is is adequate to service the the requested mm-hmm. debt. Uh, where an SBA loan can come in and fill gaps, it sounds like, is on the collateral side. Uh, and potentially on how much cash you have to put down on the on the asset uh, that you're either buying or looking looking to uh, use as collateral. Yeah, absolutely. It helps on the collateral side, and also helps on on the term side. Uh, a lot of these loans, where it's maybe an acquisition or equipment, where the typical loan would be three to seven years, right. the SBA loan is ten years, which makes gives a lot more flexibility. So where would a where would a small business go to 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 get an SBA loan? Do they just go to the bank? Do they go? What do they do? There are a lot of great resources. Even the SBA.gov has a lot of great resources. Um, each county has a small business development center um, that provides guidance and helps with business plans. And then also the bank is a is a great resource. We we focus on providing guidance um, to our clients to help them prepare people for the SBA lending. So should a should a small business owner kind of uh, plan for more time in the loan process when they when they when they are going the SBA route? Yes, yeah, they, and I'd say a lot of that is just getting prepared, right? Um, you know, getting your your business plan put together, getting your projections put together, working with a banker to kind of get that preparation done, and then that process will still be a little bit longer than a conventional, but it won't be substantially as long as you come prepared. So really, um, it becomes a discussion of, of, of uh, know your banker, make sure your banker knows your business, understands where y- your business is strong and where they may need some uh, some enhancements. Yeah. And in this case, an SBA loan guarantee, which is a terrific tool, sounds like, for uh, small businesses. And, uh, and banks, uh, banks should be well-versed in the SBA process. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think that's very important that you're talking with a banker that understands the SBA process and that they're part of a uh, a bank that ha- it has preferred status with the SBA. So you're not having to spend a lot of time sending things to the SBA. One thing that isn't common knowledge, I think, is oftentimes there's small some institutions who have to package everything up and send it to the SBA for approval. Um, whereas there's other institutions like ourselves where we do all that approval in-house. And just for the listeners, that's I, I believe that's where, uh, the bank is is a preferred lender. Correct. Is that is that correct? Yes. Where yes. they can make the call and get it done. Yep. And and if they're and, and so that'd be a great question for a small business owner to ask their banker yep. and their bank. Are you a preferred lender of the Small Business Administration? Yeah. Yeah. Very important. Okay. Yeah. The process will be smoother and not as lengthy if, if you're working with a preferred lender. So, John, does, tell, tell me about National Bank of Arizona and, and their relate, their interaction with Small Business Administration loans. Yeah, we're, we're really excited to do Small Business Administration loans and something we've really Im- increased our focus on over the last couple of years. Um, we are uh, a division of Zion's Band Corporation, which has had a very strong SBA presence um, nationally for many, many for years. For years, right? Yes. And there are proven... Um, success in, in what we do. And so we've really increased our, our performance in the SBA segment, um, being ranked as the number three SBA lender in Arizona in 2018, and something that we aim to continue to improve on. Yeah, I believe the number is 93 SBA loans for uh, for 2018. Correct. And, and that's just remarkable. Um, the importance of, May, of, of National Bank of Arizona who is a preferred lender uh, with small business small business administration? Um, the importance of of utilizing SBA guarantees really helps us support the a, a core competency and, and core focus for us, which is to fill uh, to fulfill the needs of small business in Arizona. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's proven by the average loan size of the SBA loans we're doing. Um, I think our average loan size for 2018 was around $115,000. Right, right. And so that shows that we're really working with the small businesses who, in all reality, are kind of the backbone of the economy. Right. They're the entrepreneurs that are out there that put in the blood, sweat, and tears into what they're trying to accomplish. Right. Well, that's some great advice, John. And I think we've uh, I think we've we've come a long ways in debunking some of the myths uh, as they relate to the S- small business administration loans. And I think uh, the audience have picked up some some great tips. And uh, like all loans, it's a it's a it's one form of capital. It's one form of debt capital. It's very powerful and uh, has its place. If I agree, really helps the the economy turn. Thanks, John. Thank you. Loans subject to credit approval and SBA approval. Terms and conditions apply. See a banker for details. Equal housing lender. All price references and market forecasts correspond to the date of this recording. The podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced in whole or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute research or recommendation from any Zions Bank Corporation NA entity to the listener. Neither Zions Bank Corporation NA nor any of its affiliates makes any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information contained in this podcast and any liability therefore, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Zions Bank Corporation NA. 
Zions Bank Corporation N.A. is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving advice, investment, or otherwise by Zions Bank Corporation N.A. to that listener, nor to constitute such person a client of any Zions Bank Corporation N.A. entity. Copyright reserved by Zions Bank Corporation N.A. National Make of Arizona, a division of Zions Bank Corporation N.A. member FDIC.